Perek Zayin, Mishnah Gimel. Mitzvah Haneh Ragim, the death by the sword, how was it carried out? It says the Mishnah, here's the Mitzvah. Hayimatizen es rosho, so shalhanidon laharag. They would decapitate, they cut off the head of the nidon, one being judged for the Mitzvah of Harig, of Harag. Basayef by a sword. Kederach shahamalchus, like the Roman government, the Roman kingdom, Osa would do. And they'd kill a person, so too Bates would carry out the same type of capital punishment when one is Chayev Herig. That's the opinion of Tanakama. Rabbi Yehuda Omer Buddha says, Nivel Huza. This is Nivel. This is like an abomination. Lahatas Rashik Derechamachas to cut off his head like the way of the Roman government, the Roman kingdom. Ella. Manichin es Rosho Allah Sadan. We take the person's head. We put it over a Geza, a Eitz Abba, over a thick trunk. The coat is and cut off his head, but Kofitz. Kofitz is a sakin, a knife. Shekotsim abasar batamas. They used to cut uh, bones and meat, like in the marketplace. So basically, don't use a sword to cut off his head. Rather, put his head against the trunk and then use a butcher's knife to cut off his head. Amrullah, the Chamsatra Bihuda. Ain Misa Minavelas Mizu. There's no Misa that's more minimal than this. Shadim he looks at this Basar Behema. You're concerned about it being, you know, an abomination, about it being minimal. Here you're comparing it to cutting up an animal in the marketplace. You know, how, how could you justify this? Chachamar asking on Rabbi Yehuda. And Limar brings a Brisa that Rabbi Yehuda responded to the Chamim. He says, you know, I, I know I'm aware of this. That this Misa is maneuver is maneuver as well to cut off his head with a butcher's knife. What should I do? Because the Torah says, Do not go in their ways. Do not go like the Gayim. And therefore, We cannot use a sword like the uh, Roman kingdom would be doing. We have to be, have to be different. And therefore, yeah, we have to do it like a butcher. Even though, it is, even though it's medieval as well. Whereas the Chachamim hold that no. Aim is that we don't call this do not go in the ways of the Gayim. Here it wouldn't apply. Why? Because since the Torah mentions this Misa by the sword, as the Pasuk says by an Irani Dachas, when it comes to destroying a city that was worshipping of Vodazara, it says, according to the sword. It says, and it came with a Cherev. So as as the as the pasuk says, cherev no kemes nekamberis. So we find multiple scenarios in the Torah where a cherev is mentioned, and therefore here too by the mitzvah of herig to kill someone to the tzchayev herig would be done by a sword as well, not by a butcher's knife, and therefore it's not it's not going to be considered going in the guy's way. And the lacha falls like the chachamim mitzvah in the mitzvah of chenek of being strangled, carrying out strangulation. So they take the nidon, and they would put in bezevel in fertilizer, ad arku vosav up until his uh, his knees, his thighs. The nose and suder kashil to haraka. They put this uh, hard cloth inside this soft cloth. The korech al savara, and they tie it around his neck, like we explained, as they would do when they would burn somebody. They have to force his mouth open. We mentioned this process of strangling him just to open up his mouth, not to kill him. So here you're actually strangling him to kill him. That's that's a chenek. Both aid them, pull on either end of the uh, soda of the cloth until he's actually strangled. We don't care if he opens his mouth, closes his mouth. The idea is we're preventing him from breathing and we're strangling him. Until his soul leaves his body. And that those that ask that, why do we take this needle and place him in this zevel to do the chenek? 
There's no wick that we have to ensure that people that can fall on his flesh. We want to fall inside his body. You know, we we're not concerned about. There's no there's no wick here. There's no what was it uh, um, a wick out of uh, molten lead, right? That's not applicable over here. It's not sreifa. It's 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 chenek. So why do we place him in this? Um, Position of being stuck in fertilizer. In addition, why do you put a soft cloth? Why do you put a hard cloth wrapped in a soft cloth? We don't have to open up his mouth. So if you break his neck with the hard cloth, who cares? The whole point is to strangle him. So why do you put the hard cloth inside the soft cloth? Uh, maybe we can answer like this. Since we applied this takana by the those that are high sreifa. There are things that are similar they do there to Chanak. The Chum did not want to change, and therefore they were talking uh, the same pattern to do by Chanak as well. Okay, that's Mishnah. Gimel, we went along to Mishnah Dalit. Eluhin and So now we mentioned the four types of Misos Bezdin and how they are carried out the Skila, the Sreifa, the Harag, and the Chanak. Now, Mishnah is going to expound upon 18 different uh, punishments that one would receive skila for, depending on the sin that he did. Not 18 different punishments, 18 sins that one does, and they're all in the category to be chayiv skila. Elohim and Eskal, the following Averos are judged with skila. Haba Allah, one who lives with his mother. Ha'ab, one who lives with his father's wife, even though it may not be his mother. Vahalakal, one who lives with his daughter in law, his son's wife. Vahalazachar, one who lives with a male. Vahalabahema, one who cohabits with an animal. Vahalisham, or a woman who brings an animal upon her. All of these one would, uh, that one sins with, as long as there's Adam and Hasra, Adam come and warn them, and they sin it nonetheless, they're Chayev Skila. Vahalagadif, one who curses Hashem, Chashvisham, like we'll learn more in Mishnah Hay. Vodazar, one who worships of Vodazar, like we learn more in Mishnah Vav. one who gives from his children to the Molech of Vodazar, they would like sacrifice their children. Ubalov, Viadoni, one who practices over Yadoni, different types of witchcraft, we'll explain in Mishnah Zion. Vamachal, so Shabbos, one who desecrates Shabbos. Vamachal, of the Imo, one who curses his father and mother, like we'll explain in Mishnah Ches. Vaba, Al Nara, Murasa, one who cohabits with a Namurasa, an engaged minor, like we'll explain in Mishnah Tess. Vamesis, one who seduces an individual to worship before Zara. Vamediach, one who seduces a public, a Rabbim, to worship before Zara. So the concept of Mesis and Mediach will explain more in Mishnah Yud. Vamachashif, one who practices witchcraft, will explain more in Mishnah Yud Aleph. Ubein Sora uh, ben Sora Mora, one who rebels against his parents, will explain more in Mishnah and in Parakhas, about a Ben Sora Mora. So here, Mishnah, we're just uh, mentioning what the sins are. But throughout the Masechah, we'll start expounding upon each one. And comes that you have a total of 18 Averos. Seven of them are Bios, Asur's forbidden relations. Eight of them are with regards to lack of Amuna, like Avodah Zara, and uh, cursing God, Chas Two of them are uh, rebelling against parents, cursing a parent, and the Ben Sora Mora. And the one is Chil Shabbos. Okay, now the mission is going to start going back to explain each one of these sins. Habala, one who lives with his mother, Bishogig by mistake, he's chayv, he's chayv, two carbon chatoses, Mishim Aim, because it's his mother. The Erebus, Imachalosagalas is the Pasuk. The Erebus of your mother, you don't, you don't reveal. Mishim Ages Av, and in addition, he, she is your father's wife. The Pasuk says, Erebus Ages Avichalosagala. So there's two love here. 
וכן כזה ואישה שישכב אס אישס אביב, מוס יומסו שניהם דמיהם בם. וכל הרעיוס, all the arrives that once חייב מיסה with מייזד on purpose, והסרה and two witnesses warned him, so אם לא הייתה הסרה, if there was no הסרה, then he'd be חייב קריס. And if, meaning if it was on purpose but with no הסרה, then he'd be חייב קריס. If it was a showgig, you know, he thought it was his wife or something, then he'd be חייב אחתוס. And those that explain that here, כאן לאחר מיסה סאב, we're talking about a case where the father already died. Because one who lives with his uh, mother, when the father is still alive, he'd be also chayav on eshish ish, she's a married, she's a married woman. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, He's only chayav because of the mother alone, meaning the chathas that he brings is one carbon chathas. The Gemara explains the reason of Rabbi Yehuda, because the Pasuk says, She is your mother. Torah comes to teach you, You're only chayav because of living with your mother alone. Uh, that's the point of Rabbi Yehuda, but the lacha follows like the Tanakhama. Habal Eshes Av, one lives with his father's wife, even though it's not his mother. He's Chayav Alem Shem Eshes Av. He's Chayav the love of Eshes Av. He's Chayav also the love of Eshes Ish. Two Chatos, two Karben Chatoses, because she's married. Bein Bechayav Av, Bein Lachem Eshes Av, whether in the life of the father, whether after the father dies. He's Chayav because of Eshes Av, of living with his father's wife. But the Karben Chatos of Eshes Ish, of living with a married woman, he'd only be Chayav when the father is alive. Bayman Arison, whether the father did an Arison, meaning he's Makadashir, but he did not bring her yet under the Chuppah. Bayman Anasuan, or whether it's after the Chuppah. She came with Shas Kedushin for the moment of the Kedushin, Ishu hates his wife. Vichayev Alem, Misham Ishus Av, Yachayev, if you live with her because of Ishus Av, your father's wife, and of Ishus Is living with a married person. Habal Kalasa would have lived with his daughter in law as well, his son's wife. He's Chayev, two Karbanos, two Chatos, two Karbanos, two Karban Chatos, he's Chayev Alem. Mishim Kalaso, because living with your daughter-in-law, Erebaz Kalas, Chalos Kalah, Eshes Pinchahi, Mishim Eshes Ish, and she's a married woman. So therefore, you're Chayev because of Eshes Ish as well. However, Mishim Kalaso, who Chayev, but the love of living with your daughter-in-law, you're Chayev, Bein Bechayev, Beno, Bein Lachem, Beno, Mises Beno. Whether your son's alive or not, she's still your daughter-in-law, and you're Chayev, living with your daughter-in-law. Bein, she, Eshes Beno, Mene Erisin, Bein Menasuin. Whether she's your daughter-in-law from Erisin or from Menasuin. In the life of your son, you'd be over uh, the love of living with your daughter-in-law and the love of Ish Ish. But after the son dies, you'd only be over the love of living with your daughter-in-law. And of course, here again, the love and the karbanos is because it was b'shogeg. If it was b'mezid uh, with hasra, you'd be chayiv skila. Haba'al azach, one who lives with a male. Dino b'skila, he gets stoned. As the Basak says, V'eisha sh'yishkaf es zachar. Both are killed. One lives with an animal. You kill both the animal and the person. And the male. A woman lives with, a, with an animal. She killed a woman. And you kill the animal. Pasuk is teaching that even the animal gets stoned. And of course, the Mishnah asks him, Adam Chat, if a person said, What did the animal do? It's not a bardas. You know, why are you stoning the animal? Since the Tekala came through the animal, it was a reason for the animal, it was a reason for the human being, the person to sin. The Torah says, Stone the animal. 
so that watch lo ish so that no one else stumbles and lives with this animal. And over Acher, another Peshat, while we stone the animal. So that this cow doesn't go to the marketplace. People say, oh look, Zuhi, that's the cow. She just got plonied that, you know, Reuben was killed because he lived with it. HaKadosh Baruch had mercy on the covet of these sinners. And we learned earlier in Kavah Chaymer, Hashem has mercy on the covet of Tzadikim. And for this reason, that Hashem has mercy even on the covet of these sinners, we kill the Behema as well.